0: Alma, chapters fifty nine through sixty three of the Book of Mormon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jared Hess. The Book of Mormon. Translated by Joseph Smith. Alma, chapters fifty nine through sixty three. Alma, chapter fifty nine now it came to pass in the thirtieth year of the reign of the judges over the people of nephi after moroni had received and had read helaman's epistle he was exceedingly rejoiced because of the welfare yea the exceeding success which helaman had had in obtaining those lands which were lost yea and he did make it known unto all his people and all the land round about in that part where he was that they might rejoice also And it came to pass that he immediately sent an epistle to Pahoran, desiring that he should cause men to be gathered together to strengthen Helaman, or the armies of Helaman, insomuch that he might with ease maintain that part of the land which he had been so miraculously prospered in regaining. And it came to pass, when Moroni had sent this epistle to the land of Zarahemla, he began again to lay a plan, that he might obtain the remainder of those possessions and cities which the Lamanites had taken from them. And it came to pass that while Moroni was thus making preparations to go against the Lamanites to battle, behold, the people of Nephiha, who were gathered together from the city of Moroni and the city of Lehi and the city of Morianton, were attacked by the Lamanites. Yea, even those who had been compelled to flee from the land of Manti and from the land round about, had come over and joined the Lamanites in this part of the land, and thus being exceedingly numerous, yea, and receiving strength from day to day. By the command of Amaron, they came forth against the people of Nephiha, and they did begin to slay them with an exceedingly great slaughter. And their armies were so numerous that the remainder of the people of Nephiha were obliged to flee before them, and they came even and joined the army of Moroni. And now as Moroni had supposed that there should be men sent to the city Nephiha to the assistance of the people to maintain that city, and knowing that it was easier to keep the city from falling into the hands of the Lamanites than to retake it from them, he supposed that they would easily maintain that city. Therefore he retained all his force to maintain those places which he had recovered. And now when Moroni saw that the city of Nephiha was lost, he was exceedingly sorrowful, and began to doubt because of the wickedness of the people whether they should not fall into the hands of their brethren now this was the case with all his chief captains they doubted and marvelled also because of the wickedness of the people and this because of the success of the lamanites over them and it came to pass that moroni was angry with the government because of their indifference concerning the freedom of their country alma chapter sixty and it came to pass that he wrote again to the governor of the land who was pahoran and these are the words which he wrote saying behold i direct mine epistle to pahoran in the city of zarahimla who is the chief judge and the governor over the land and also to all those who have been chosen by this people to govern and manage the affairs of this war for behold i have somewhat to say unto you by way of condemnation for behold ye yourselves know that ye have been appointed to gather together men and arm them with swords and with scimitars and all manner of weapons of war of every kind and send forth against the lamanites in whatsoever parts they should come into our land and now behold i say unto you that myself and also my men and also helaman and his men have suffered exceedingly great sufferings yea even hunger thirst and fatigue and all manner of afflictions of every kind but behold were this all we had suffered we would not murmur nor complain but behold great has been the slaughter among our people yea thousands have fallen by the sword while it might have otherwise been if ye had rendered unto our armies sufficient strength and succor for them yea great has been your neglect towards us and now behold we desire to know the cause of this exceedingly great neglect yea we desire to know the cause of your thoughtless state can you think to sit upon your thrones in a state of thoughtless stupor while your enemies are spreading the work of death around you yea while they are murdering thousands of your brethren yea even they who have looked up to you for protection yea have placed you in a situation that ye might have succoured them yea ye might have sent armies unto them to have strengthened them and have saved thousands of them from falling by the sword but behold this is not all ye have withheld your provisions from them insomuch that many have fought and bled out their lives because of their great desires which they had for the welfare of this people yea and this they have done when they were about to perish with hunger because of your exceedingly great neglect towards them and now my beloved brethren for ye ought to be beloved yea and ye ought to have stirred yourselves more diligently for the welfare and the freedom of this people but behold ye have neglected them insomuch that the blood of thousands shall come upon your heads for vengeance yea for known unto god were all their cries and all their sufferings Behold, could ye suppose that ye could sit upon your thrones, and because of the exceeding goodness of God ye could do nothing, and he would deliver you? Behold, if ye have supposed this, ye have supposed in vain. Do ye suppose that because so many of your brethren have been killed, it is because of their wickedness? I say unto you, if ye have supposed this, ye have supposed in vain. For I say unto you, there are many who have fallen by the sword, and behold, it is to your condemnation." For the Lord suffereth the righteous to be slain, that his justice and judgment may come upon the wicked. Therefore ye need not suppose that the righteous are lost because they are slain. But behold, they do enter into the rest of the Lord their God. And now behold, I say unto you, I fear exceedingly that the judgments of God will come upon this people because of their exceeding slothfulness, yea, even the slothfulness of our government, and their exceedingly great neglect towards their brethren, yea towards those who have been slain for were it not for the wickedness which first commenced at our head we could have withstood our enemies that they could have gained no power over us yea had it not been for the war which broke out among ourselves yea were it not for these king men who caused so much bloodshed among ourselves yea at the time we were contending among ourselves if we had united our strength as we hitherto have done yea had it not been for the desire of power and authority which those king-men had over us had they been true to the cause of our freedom and united with us and gone forth against our enemies instead of taking up their swords against us which was the cause of so much bloodshed among ourselves yea if we had gone forth against them in the strength of the lord we should have dispersed our enemies for it would have been done according to the fulfilling of his word but behold now the lamanites are coming upon us taking possession of our lands and they are murdering our people with the sword yea our women and our children and also carrying them away captive causing them that they should suffer all manner of afflictions and this because of the great wickedness of those who are seeking for power and authority yea even those king men but why should i say much concerning this matter for we know not but what ye yourselves are seeking for authority We know not but what ye are also traitors to your country. Or is it that ye have neglected us, because ye are in the heart of our country, and ye are surrounded by security, that ye do not cause food to be sent unto us, and also men to strengthen our armies? Have ye forgotten the commandments of the Lord your God? Yea, have ye forgotten the captivity of our fathers? Have ye forgotten the many times we have been delivered out of the hands of our enemies? or do ye suppose that the lord will still deliver us while we sit upon our thrones and do not make use of the means which the lord has provided for us yea will ye sit in idleness while ye are surrounded with thousands of those yea and tens of thousands who do also sit in idleness while there are thousands round about in the borders of the land who are falling by the sword yea wounded and bleeding do ye suppose that god will look upon you as guiltless while ye sit still and behold these things behold i say unto you nay now i would that ye should remember that god has said that the inward vessel shall be cleansed first and then shall the outer vessel be cleansed also and now except ye do repent of that which ye have done and begin to be up and doing and send forth food and men unto us and also unto helaman that he may support those parts of our country which he has regained and that we may also recover the remainder of our possessions in these parts Behold, it will be expedient that we contend no more with the Lamanites until we have first cleansed our inward vessel, yea, even the great head of our government. And except ye grant mine epistle, and come out and show unto me a true spirit of freedom, and strive to strengthen and fortify our armies, and grant unto them food for their support, behold, I will leave a part of my freemen to maintain this part of our land, and I will leave the strength and the blessings of God upon them, that none other power can operate against them, and this because of their exceeding faith, and their patience in their tribulations. And I will come unto you, and if there be any among you that has a desire for freedom, yea, if there be even a spark of freedom remaining, behold, I will stir up insurrections among you, even until those who have desires to usurp power and authority shall become extinct. Yea, behold, I do not fear your power nor your authority but it is my god whom i fear and it is according to his commandments that i do take my sword to defend the cause of my country and it is because of your iniquity that we have suffered so much loss behold it is time yea the time is now at hand that except ye do bestir yourselves in the defence of your country and your little ones the sword of justice doth hang over you yea and it shall fall upon you and visit you even to your utter destruction Behold, I wait for assistance from you, and except ye do administer unto our relief, behold, I come unto you, even in the land of Zarahemla, and smite you with the sword, insomuch that ye can have no more power to impede the progress of this people in the cause of our freedom. For behold, the Lord will not suffer that ye shall live and wax strong in your iniquities to destroy his righteous people. Behold, can you suppose that the Lord will spare you, and come out in judgment against the Lamanites? when it is the tradition of their fathers that has caused their hatred yea and it has been redoubled by those who have dissented from us while your iniquity is for the cause of your love of glory and the vain things of the world ye know that ye do transgress the laws of god and ye do know that ye do trample them under your feet behold the lord saith unto me if those whom ye have appointed your governors do not repent of their sins and iniquities ye shall go up to battle against them and now, behold, I, I am constrained according to the covenant which I have made to keep the commandments of my God. Therefore I would that ye should adhere to the word of God, and send speedily unto me of your provisions and of your men, and also to Helaman. And behold, if ye will not do this, I will come unto you speedily, for behold, God will not suffer that we should perish with hunger. Therefore he will give unto us of your food, even if it must be by the sword. Now see that ye fulfill the word of God behold i am moroni your chief captain i seek not for power but to pull it down i seek not for honor of the world but for the glory of my god and the freedom and welfare of my country and thus i close mine epistle chapter sixty one behold now it came to pass that soon after moroni had sent his epistle unto the chief governor he received an epistle from pahoran the chief governor and these are the words which he received. I, Pohorin, who am the chief governor of this land, do send these words unto Moroni, the chief captain over the army. Behold, I say unto you, Moroni, that I do not joy in your great afflictions. Yea, it grieves my soul. But behold, there are those who do joy in your afflictions, yea, insomuch that they have risen up in rebellion against me, and also those of my people who are freemen. Yea, and those who have risen up are exceedingly numerous. And it is those who have sought to take away the judgment seat from me that have been the cause of this great iniquity, for they have used great flattery, and they have led away the hearts of many people, which will be the cause of sore afflictions among us. They have withheld our provisions, and have daunted our freemen that they have not come unto you. And behold, they have driven me out before them, and I have fled to the land of Gideon, with as many men as it were possible that i could get and behold i have sent a proclamation throughout this part of the land and behold they are flocking to us daily to their arms in the defence of their country and their freedom and to avenge our wrongs and they have come unto us insomuch that those who have risen up in rebellion against us are set at defiance yea insomuch that they do fear us and durst not come out against us to battle They have got possession of the land, or the city of Zarahemla. They have appointed a king over them, and he hath written unto the king of the Lamanites, in the which he hath joined an alliance with him, in the which alliance he hath agreed to maintain the city of Zarahemla, which maintenance, he supposes, will enable the Lamanites to conquer the remainder of the land. And he shall be placed king over this people when they shall be conquered under the Lamanites. And now in your epistle you have censured me, but it mattereth not i am not angry but i do rejoice in the greatness of your heart i Pohoran, do not seek for power save only to retain my judgment seat that i may preserve the rights and the liberty of my people my soul standeth fast in that liberty in the which god hath made us free and now behold we will resist wickedness even unto bloodshed we would not shed the blood of the lamanites if they would stay in their own land we would not shed the blood of our brethren if they would not rise up in rebellion and take the sword against us we would subject ourselves to the yoke of bondage if it were requisite with the justice of god or if he should command us to do so but behold he doth not command us that we shall subject ourselves to our enemies but that we should put our trust in him and he will deliver us therefore my beloved brother moroni let us resist evil and whatsoever evil we cannot resist with our words yea such as rebellions and dissensions let us resist them with our swords that we may retain our freedom that we may rejoice in the great privilege of our church and in the cause of our redeemer and our god therefore come unto me speedily with a few of your men and leave the remainder in the charge of lehi and Tiancum, give unto them power to conduct the war in that part of the land according to the spirit of god which is also the spirit of freedom which is in them Behold, I have sent a few provisions unto them, that they may not perish until you can come unto me. Gather together whatsoever force ye can upon your march hither, and we will go speedily against those dissenters, in the strength of our God according to the faith which is in us. And we will take possession of the city of Zarahemla, that we may obtain more food to send forth unto Lehi and Teancum. Yea, we will go forth against them in the strength of the Lord, and we will put an end to this great iniquity, And now, Moroni, I do joy in receiving your epistle. For I was somewhat worried concerning what we should do, whether it would be just in us to go against our brethren. But ye have said, Except they repent, the Lord hath commanded you, that ye should go against them. See that ye strengthen Lehi and Teancum in the Lord. Tell them to fear not, for God will deliver them. Yea, and also all those who stand fast in that liberty wherewith God hath made them free. And now I close mine epistle to my beloved brother Moroni. Alma, Chapter 62 And now it came to pass that when Moroni had received this epistle, his heart did take courage, and was filled with exceedingly great joy because of the faithfulness of Pohorin, that he was not also a traitor to the freedom and cause of his country. But he did also mourn exceedingly, because of the iniquity of those who had driven Pohorin from the judgment seat yea in fine because of those who had rebelled against their country and also their god and it came to pass that moroni took a small number of men according to the desire of pahoran and gave lehi and teancum command over the remainder of his army and took his march towards the land of gideon and he did raise the standard of liberty in whatsoever place he did enter and gained whatsoever force he could in all his march towards the land of gideon and it came to pass that thousands did flock unto his standard, and did take up their swords in the defense of their freedom, that they might not come into bondage. And thus, when Moroni had gathered together whatsoever men he could in all his march, he came to the land of Gideon, and uniting his forces with those of Pahoran, they became exceedingly strong, even stronger than the man of Pechus, who was the king of those dissenters who had driven the free men out of the land of Zarahemla, and had taken possession of the land. And it came to pass that Moroni and Pohoran went down with their armies into the land of Zarahemla, and went forth against the city, and did meet the men of Pachos, insomuch that they did come to battle. And behold, Pachos was slain, and his men were taken prisoners. And Pohoron was restored to his judgment seat. And the men of Pachos received their trial according to the law, and also those king men who had been taken and cast into prison and they were executed according to the law. Yea, those men of Pecos, and those kingmen, whosoever would not take up arms in the defense of their country, but would fight against it, were put to death. And thus it became expedient that this law should be strictly observed for the safety of their country. Yea, and whosoever was found denying their freedom was speedily executed according to the law. And thus ended the thirtieth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. Moroni and Pohoran, having restored peace to the land of Zarahemla among their own people, having inflicted death upon all those who were not true to the cause of freedom. And it came to pass in the commencement of the thirty and first year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, Moroni immediately caused that provisions should be sent, and also an army of six thousand men should be sent unto Helaman to assist him in preserving that part of the land and he also caused that an army of six thousand men with a sufficient quantity of food should be sent to the armies of lehi and Tiancum, and it came to pass that this was done to fortify the land against the lamanites and it came to pass that moroni and pahoran leaving a large body of men in the land of zarahemla took their march with a large body of men towards the land of Nephiha, being determined to overthrow the lamanites in that city And it came to pass, that as they were marching towards the land, they took a large body of men of the Lamanites, and slew many of them, and took their provisions and their weapons of war. And it came to pass, after they had taken them, they caused them to enter into a covenant, that they would no more take up their weapons of war against the Nephites. And when they had entered into this covenant, they sent them to dwell with the people of Ammon, and they were in number about four thousand who had not been slain. And it came to pass that when they had sent them away, they pursued their march towards the land of Nephiha. And it came to pass that when they had come to the city of Nephiha, they did pitch their tents in the plains of Nephiha, which is near the city of Nephiha. Now Moroni was desirous that the Lamanites should come out to battle against them upon the plains. But the Lamanites, knowing of their exceedingly great courage and beholding the greatness of their numbers, therefore they durst not come out against them therefore they did not come to battle in that day. And when the night came, Moroni went forth in the darkness of the night, and came upon the top of the wall to spy out in what part of the city the Lamanites did camp with their army. And it came to pass that they were on the east by the entrance, and they were all asleep, and now Moroni returned to his army, and caused that they should prepare in haste strong cords and ladders to be let down from the top of the wall into the inner part of the wall, And it came to pass that Moroni caused that his men should march forth and come upon the top of the wall, and let themselves down into that part of the city, yea, even on the west, where the Lamanites did not camp with their armies. And it came to pass that they were all let down into the city by night by the means of their strong cords and their ladders. Thus, when the morning came, they were all within the walls of the city, And now when the Lamanites awoke, and saw that the armies of Moroni were within the walls, they were affrighted exceedingly, insomuch that they did flee out by the pass. And now when Moroni saw that they were fleeing before him, he did cause that his men should march forth against them, and slew many, and surrounded many others, and took them prisoners, and the remainder of them fled into the land of Moroni, which was in the borders by the seashore thus had moroni and pahoran obtained the possession of the city of nephiha without the loss of one soul and there were many of the lamanites who were slain now it came to pass that many of the lamanites that were prisoners were desirous to join the people of ammon and become a free people and it came to pass that as many as were desirous unto them it was granted according to their desires Therefore all the prisoners of the Lamanites did join the people of Ammon, and did begin to labor exceedingly tilling the ground, raising all manner of grain and flocks and herds of every kind. And thus were the Nephites relieved from a great burden, yea, insomuch that they were relieved from all the prisoners of the Lamanites. Now it came to pass that Moroni, after he had obtained possession of the city of Nephiha, having taken many prisoners, which did reduce the armies of the Lamanites exceedingly, and having regained many of the Nephites who had been taken prisoners, which did strengthen the army of Moroni exceedingly, therefore Moroni went forth from the land of Nephiha to the land of Lehi. And it came to pass that when the Lamanites saw that Moroni was coming against them, they were again affrighted and fled before the army of Moroni. And it came to pass that Moroni and his army did pursue them from city to city, until they were met by Lehi and Teancum, and the Lamanites fled from Lehi and Teancum even down upon the borders by the seashore, until they came to the land of Moroni. And the armies of the Lamanites were all gathered together, insomuch that they were all in one body in the land of Moroni. Now Ammoron, the king of the Lamanites was also with them. And it came to pass that Moroni and Lehi and Teancum did encamp with their armies round about in the borders of the land of Moroni, insomuch that the Lamanites were encircled about in the borders by the wilderness on the south, and in the borders by the wilderness on the east. And thus they did encamp for the night, for behold, the Nephites and the Lamanites also were weary because of the greatness of the march. Therefore they did not resolve upon any stratagem in the night-time, save it were Teancum. For he was exceedingly angry with Amoron, insomuch that he considered that Amoron and Amalickiah his brother had been the cause of this great and lasting war between them and the Lamanites, which had been the cause of so much war and bloodshed, yea, and so much famine. And it came to pass that Teancum in his anger did go forth into the camp of the Lamanites, and had let himself down over the walls of the city, and he went forth with a cord from place to place, insomuch that he did find the king, and he did cast the javelin at him, which did pierce him near the heart. But, behold, the king did awaken his servants before he died, insomuch that they did pursue Teancum, and slew him. Now it came to pass, that when Lehi and Moroni knew that Teancum was dead, they were exceedingly sorrowful, for, behold, he had been a man who had fought valiantly for his country, yea, a true friend to liberty, and he had suffered very many exceedingly sore afflictions. But, behold, he was dead, and had gone the way of all the earth." Now it came to pass that Moroni marched forth on the morrow, and came upon the Lamanites insomuch that they did slay them with a great slaughter, and they did drive them out of the land, and they did flee, even that they did not return at that time against the Nephites. And thus ended the thirty and first year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, and thus they had had wars, and bloodsheds, and famine, and affliction, for the space of many years. And there had been murders, and contentions, and dissensions, and all manner of iniquity among the people of Nephi. Nevertheless, for the righteous' sake, yea, because of the prayers of the righteous, they were spared. But behold, because of the exceedingly great length of the war between the Nephites and the Lamanites, many had become hardened, because of the exceedingly great length of the war, and many were softened because of their afflictions insomuch that they did humble themselves before God even in the depth of humility. And it came to pass that after Moroni had fortified those parts of the land which were most exposed to the Lamanites, until they were sufficiently strong, he returned to the city of Zarahemla, and also Helaman returned to the place of his inheritance, and there was once more peace established among the people of Nephi. And Moroni yielded up the command of his armies into the hands of his son, whose name was moroniha and he retired to his own house that he might spend the remainder of his days in peace and pahoran did return to his judgment seat and helaman to take upon him again to preach unto the people the word of god for because of so many great wars and contentions it had become expedient that a regulation should be made again in the church therefore helaman and his brethren went forth and to declare the word of god with much power unto the convincing of many people of their wickedness which did cause them to repent of their sins, and to be baptized unto the Lord their God. And it came to pass that they did establish again the church of God throughout all the land. Yea, and regulations were made concerning the law, and their judges, and their chief judges were chosen. And the people of Nephi began to prosper again in the land, and began to multiply and to wax exceedingly strong again in the land. And they began to grow exceedingly rich." But notwithstanding their riches, or their strength, or their prosperity, they were not lifted up in the pride of their eyes, neither were they slow to remember the Lord their God. But they did humble themselves exceedingly before him. Yea, they did remember how great things the Lord had done for them, that he had delivered them from death, and from bonds, and from prisons, and from all manner of afflictions, and he had delivered them out of the hands of their enemies. And they did pray unto the Lord their God continually, insomuch that the Lord did bless them according to his word so that they did wax strong and prosper in the land and it came to pass that all these things were done and helaman died in the thirty and fifth year of the reign of the judges over the people of nephi Alma, chapter sixty three and it came to pass in the commencement of the thirty and sixth year of the reign of the judges over the people of nephi that shiblon took possession of those sacred things which had been delivered unto helaman by Alma and he was a just man and he did walk uprightly before god and he did observe to do good continually to keep the commandments of the lord his god and also did his brother and it came to pass that moroni died also and thus ended the thirty and sixth year of the reign of the judges and it came to pass that in the thirty and seventh year of the reign of the judges there was a large company of men even to the amount of five thousand and four hundred men with their wives and their children departed out of the land of Zarahemla into the land which was northward. And it came to pass that Hagoth, he being an exceedingly curious man, therefore he went forth, and built him an exceedingly large ship, on the borders of the land bountiful, by the land desolation, and launched it forth into the west sea by the narrow neck which led into the land northward. And behold, there were many of the Nephites who did enter therein, and did sail forth with much provisions, and also many women and children and they took their course northward and thus ended the thirty and seventh year and in the thirty and eighth year this man built other ships and the first ship did also return and many more people did enter into it and they also took much provisions and set out again to the land northward and it came to pass that they were never heard of more and we suppose that they were drowned in the depths of the sea and it came to pass that one other ship also did sail forth and whither she did go we know not and it came to pass that in this year there were many people who went forth into the land northward and thus ended the thirty and eighth year and it came to pass in the thirty and ninth year of the reign of the judges shiblon died also and corianton had gone forth to the land northward in a ship to carry forth provisions unto the people who had gone forth into that land Therefore it became expedient for Shiblon to confer those sacred things before his death upon the son of Helaman, who was called Helaman, being called after the name of his father. Now behold, all those engravings which were in the possession of Helaman were written and sent forth among the children of men throughout all the land, save it were those parts which had been commanded by Alma should not go forth. Nevertheless, these things were to be kept sacred, and handed down from one generation to another, Therefore, in this year, they had been conferred upon Helaman, before the death of Shiblon. And it came to pass also in this year, that there were some dissenters who had gone forth unto the Lamanites, and they were stirred up again to anger against the Nephites. And also in this same year, they came down with a numerous army to war against the people of Moroniha, or against the army of Moroniha, in the which they were beaten, and driven back again to their own lands, suffering great loss. And thus ended the thirty and ninth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, and thus ended the account of Alma and Helaman his son, and also Shiblon, who was his son. End of Alma, chapters fifty nine through sixty three, recording by Jared Hess in Mapleton, Utah. Please visit at com